0: This is an announcement. The following transmission may contain mature content and language. The information provided within, while researched, is from non-experts. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Well, just what is your business, Monsters? all you monsters out there, and welcome to The Outer Limits, the show dedicated- Ish. To weird, true crime, and paranormal occurrences.
0: I can't believe you're doing that for our intro. I can genuinely not believe you're doing that for our intro.
1: Kick what it the- Thank you. That is the correct response. (laughs) No,
0: that is not the correct response. That was a correct response when we were in like sixth grade. The nineties called, and they want it back. No, no, no. Now you need to do audio editing, and we we need to all be like, what? And then you just need to
2: like click between each mic. So yeah,
0: Yeah. no. That's that's the thing about being the editor. You can
2: also not be a lame ass.
0: (laughs) I I could also have some actual fucking integrity.
2: True, true. I, I am, I am a cheap trick. I am a cheap trick.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. Um. This is our fifth, sixth, sixth episode. Sixth episode called "You're My Type." Mm-hmm. This is our show about vampires.
1: I want to suck your blood. Oh god.
2: We don't say blah blah blah.
0: Ugh, no. Um right, so uh vampires, you're right, sixth episode. So um I'm Ty. This is Z. And we have with us two guests today, which is very special for you all.
1: Yep, we got Tony.
0: And Dusty. Hi guys, I'm back. Oh god. Yeah. Why what, what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why did we bring Dusty back?
2: Oh yeah, because he's like a I dinosaur. He just kept You back. know what? Cam actually comments and said that I was hilarious as a motherfucker, so I don't want to hear about it.
1: <laughs> Cam is our number one fan, so he he should decide. Oh, oh what uh, Cam! Cam is our so.
0: decision maker now. All right, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. He, he's the board of directors.
1: <laughs>
0: oh God! He is
1: our only Patreon supporter.
0: Yeah, oh, so Cam. Technically
1: speaking, he, he's like He is
0: definitely
2: he is definitely the the uh, the the board of directors. He's then. our producer. <laughs> to, to, to donate to the Patreon.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's always fun having you on. I just have to give you shit for it.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> And hopefully it's uh it's good exposures for both of us so that your fans can become my fans and my fans can become your fans. And I talk yes, about you guys a lot.
0: Like and we can get the plug fest going on.
2: Plug hashtag, fest, dude. Hashtag plug hashtag fest. Hashtag plug, no.
0: fest. I hashtag hashtag plug
3: fest. Stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just get like terrible flashes every time someone says hashtag plug fest. Oh, oh my god.
2: Oh, what's wrong with hashtag plug fest? It's it's modern. It's hip. It's cool. You know what's wrong with it.
3: All the kids are doing it all right well i'm looking forward (laughs) to hearing about vampires did you guys what start this at like a chronological order yeah
0: so in this episode i'm gonna go through some of the history around the stories and everything and kind of what the traditions are built on and then we're gonna turn it over to dusty for his story right
2: yeah chronologically speaking i think mine's the first recorded vampire of all time
0: and then we'll turn it over to Z who has her story. And Tony is here with us today as basically a color commentator. Yeah. And he's he's just here to, to talk. Yep. I'm the yep.
2: comic relief. Hey, I'm here to talk too. I thought we were all here to talk. I thought that was the point of a podcast.
1: We're all going to be silent except for Tony. Yeah,
0: no. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going to do uh, interpretive dance, and Tony's going to interpret for us?
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Like,
0: when,
2: when you hear my, my my vampire story, there's no way I want to interpret <laughs> it. I'm, like I'm like the lady who does sign language at the side of a metal concert.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All I mean, right. I mean,
2: it's, it's a really terrible take on the Monster Mash.
0: All right. Before we get too far off track, because again, we are dedicated-ish. Let's go into a little bit more about like vampires. So we can all kind of be on the same page. And so one thing I wanted to talk about, you know, like the characteristics of vampires, what qualifies as a vampire? That so, really
2: depends. Well, on yeah. Where it, you listen to. Well,
4: whose who's okay. story? You're well, so
0: good. Getting into it. We get into. Uh, so the, the distinct characteristics are usually pretty hard to pin down. But one thing that is almost always consistent is that they suck blood and that they are eternal and they are undead. Yeah. Dead,
2: but not quite.
0: Yeah. So going into a little bit more of like the folklore of the actual history of vampires, not pop culture vampires, the ways that someone could become a vampire is we're dealing with, you know, obviously being bitten is the most common one. There's being also, a redhead. Um, yeah, being a redhead. and, and uh, Yeah, that was one. There's also, they believed that people born between Christmas and Epiphany were predisposed to becoming vampires. I'm, wait, wait. What's
4: Epiphany? Trying, Christmas yeah, and yeah, epiphany.
3: Yeah. When's Epiphany?
0: Um, if I remember correctly, Epiphany is the New Year's. Oh,
3: lame. Yeah. Why is it called that? Yeah, um, why is it called that? I'm more interested in that than your vampire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, crap, hold on. Let me actually look this up real fast so I can- Might
3: to Google it?
2: it yeah, because yeah. you know what? It better be the Chinese New Year because if yeah. it was the your Chinese Google New machine. Year, then guess who gets to be a vampire, bitches?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually, I was born on the Chinese New Year's the cusp of snake and horse and so for my entire life i thought that i was a horse but it turns out that i was actually born during on the last day of the year the snake huh. well a little tidbit of information about dusty but not really a lot of people know mainly because it's pointless
1: um <laughs> and i'm just
2: trying to eat up time while ty does things
1: dusty you're essentially our equivalent of elevator music
2: yeah yeah but it's really <laughs> funny elevator music i
1: think you <laughs> okay, know
2: what <laughs> you know what i'm petitioning to be zorak fuck you guys that makes you space ghost
4: ty
0: uh yeah, I'm really not sure how I feel about this. <laughs> now screw you! I'm the Cave of Wonders.
1: <laughs> Is that what they're calling it these days?
0: Oh yeah, It's the oh Cave of God. Wonders. That's
3: that's what I'm uh, calling ass from now on. The Cave of Wonders. It's the
0: Cave of Wonders.
3: I'm gonna get inside her Cave of Wonders. She hasn't been letting in any old guy.
0: Only, only the diamond in the
1: rough. <laughs> yes. only the in the rough.
4: <laughs>
2: I I don't think if I heard that in the Cave of Wonders, I don't think I'd want to go in it. <laughs> I, I think the wonders can just wonder themselves
0: right the fuck off.
4: That's not- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, here we go.
0: So <clears throat> Epiphany is a holiday in which many countries mark two events in jesus life the two events for epiphany are the three wise men appearing and actually to jesus and then the second one was when he got baptized so when me, the fuck did he get baptized apparently january 6th is the day of epiphany
2: oh yeah No,
3: nope, i'm 20 days too late for that so it's like the hanukkah of vampires
2: that's so rad i'm adopting that i'm adopting that hanukkah of mm-hmm. vampires You get to like bite a new neck for every night or something. We're going to figure out the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hanukkah vampires. That's a new hashtag, guys. Hashtag Hanukkah vampires.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And so going back, so those were people who were predisposed to it. So obviously there's biting, being bitten by a vampire. There's also sorcery, committing suicide, contagions. And one of my favorites is having a cat jump over a person's grave.
2: Oh, wow. I didn't hear that one. Um, What about being born in the cowl?
0: Oh, yeah, that, that's one of the more uh, eclectic.
1: What does that mean?
0: It means
2: that, like, so you have, like, the amniotic sac that surrounds you while you're mm-hmm. in the womb. And when you get born and you're, like, pushed out, if it's still around your head, which happens sometimes, and they have to, like, cut it off, that's called being cor- born in the cow. Huh.
0: Yeah, because your amniotic sac basically forms a cow all over your head.
1: Born with the hood. Ooh. Yeah.
0: And if they're a boy, double hood. Ooh. Ew.
1: <laughs> Both heads are cowled
0: <laughs> And if you're Jewish <laughs> You're down love. to zero <laughs> Alright so um, J-
2: Jewish vampire man He gets two Hanukkahs a year
0: Alright anyways um, <clears throat> Going back to a little bit of the de- Depiction of them We have they're, they're said to not rise nightly From the graves or coffins And the coffins or their graves Have to contain their native soil but that's a Bram Stoker.
2: That was a Bram Stoker thing. Yeah, I really didn't find that in any other.
0: Yeah, that, that's, that was popularized by Bram Stoker. And then obviously one of the best things to get into is what vampires are repelled by. <laughs> okay, so as far as repelling vampires, obviously the most common ones we know are garlic or uh, exposure to sunlight is definitely the best one to kill a vampire. And then staking through the heart is a great way to kill a vampire. They're repelled by also apparently running water. Yep. And also they've brought in crucifixes and holy water. And then one of the other things is that they're unable to see the reflection in mirrors. So and for those last three, I think it's really funny because that really doesn't have much to do with the actual like folklore of vampires. That's basically Catholicism saying we have to put our stamp on everything.
1: <laughs> you know what?
0: Is that the mirror? They thing totally
1: thing? can't see Yeah, the see mirror them thing themselves.
0: too. Okay, so I really, I, this is one of my favorite points I want to get into. So th- originally, mirrors were made out of actual silver. Uh, so they were highly polished silver. And since silver was seen as a holy me- metal, that way, because it was a holy metal and vampires were evil, then they couldn't see their reflections in a holy material. That's uh, kind of
1: cool. I didn't know that. That's like,
2: uh, like the silver bullet thing with the werewolves. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah,
0: I'm not foreshadowing or anything, but <clears throat> yeah, so anyway, <laughs> that's kind of where I believe that a lot of those like the mirror, the crucifix, and the holy water kicked in was because the Catholic Church heard all these rampant rumors and were like, no, we're gonna put our stamp on it, it has to be Christian. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, they already took over Christmas, why not?
0: Yeah, and Easter, and Easter, yeah. I hate the
3: Catholic Church, I have nothing to add on but that, and I will keep adding it on throughout. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going into a little
0: bit more of like the historical references of vampires, I have the Babon, the Babon. Oh God, it's um Baban Sith. Bavan. Oh hey, look, I have a I, I forgot. I had a handy-dandy little here's how you pronounce it. Bavanchi. That's what they're actually called. So the Babanchi. Oh. And they're the Scottish vampires that were blood-sucking fairies who haunted mountain passes. And the low roads, which networked across the highlands, where they preyed on unsuspecting travelers, pilgrims, and hunters.
1: Just like the little gremlins that jump out and bite did you. Did they have
2: wings? If
0: they're fairies, did they have wings? Well, and, you have to remember we're we're getting into like Celtic, like the the Celtic folklore when Celtic
3: folklore where everything's a fairy, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Where if it's not human, it's fairy. Here's,
3: yeah. Here's what you're gonna draw. It's gonna look like it's in a bar fight. It's gonna look fucking angry. With it's a kilt. Just, yeah, yeah, with a kilt. Just going to be ripping throats out. it's going to be getting in a fight with another little fairy.
2: With Tinkerbell
0: wings.
3: Yeah, with Tinkerbell wings.
0: Yeah, yeah. but... It, That'll it's, be
3: interesting. It's I mean, a woman. Then, okay, yeah, that works too. And then it's going to get sick of eating all these Irish peoples because it tastes nothing but potatoes. As
0: it's- an Irish, I find that mildly <laughs> offensive.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyways. Um, that so that
1: mean that I taste like fried beans or something? <laughs>
2: There's a lot of native cultures that have vampires that are like literally just floating heads
3: that oh. float around and bite people. Yep. I was just going to say. Probably one, one of the most interesting vampire things, I think. When we learn about the Hispanic vampire, I'll, I'll turn that into a racial epithet. Maybe it's just the chupacabra.
1: I mean, that's essentially, yeah, the Mexican vampire is it's the right. chupacabra, but it just eats like Guts. animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Babanchi are also known as the white women of the highlands. They usually appear. As beautiful young women wearing long dresses that conceal deer hooves instead of feet. Oh. And they are seductresses because, obviously, when you're alone in the highlands, you have a lot of wild fantasies about pretty women coming to take you away. And deer? Hey, they're hunters. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's
2: like like being in Wyoming.
0: So, um, they uh, hunt in darkness and rest in coffins during the day. But the Babanshi only feed once a year and yeah the, they also uh, dance around their victims charming young men until they're under their spell then they come out with their long sharp fingernails to pierce their victims so they can drink the blood from their open wounds
1: so this pretty much just sounds like most women on a Saturday night
0: yeah, yeah
2: pretty
1: much
0: <laughs> well minus the deer hopes
1: oh yeah well um, I mean I that's don't know. high heels man <laughs> essentially the same thing
0: sounds the same clomp 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 clomp
1: <laughs> Becky! <laughs> Becky! <laughs> yeah. just dancing around their victims in their little high heels, clopty clopting around. And uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> <digging> <laughs> their nails and- all over your heart and into your bloodstream.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So those are the Babanshi, the Scottish version of the vampire. Um, and then there's the Sumerian vampires as well. So they were between like. The references are anywhere between uh, 4,500 and 2,000 uh, BCE. So, the spirits, they believe, basically, the, the spirits inhabited all created forms and the ikinmu were ghostly spirits that sucked the life force out of people's bodies. So, yeah, that's one of the like original ancient origins that most occultists and professors of folklore believe that the vampire came from. Was from the Ikinmu who were basically like life suckers. They they would suck the soul and the energy out of the people.
2: Yeah, and it it slowly became like connotized with um, blood.
0: Yeah,
1: that kind of reminds me of the in the sleep paralysis episode the um, old hag when it would sit on top of a person and they couldn't breathe and it felt like they were, it was sucking the air out of them or like yeah, the life yeah. out of them. So it, it reminded me of
2: yeah, and the the incubus and the succubus are supposed to be somewhat similar except for they use like sexual energy to do it
0: yeah yeah those were just few like the ancient references to a vampire like creature that i wanted to share with you guys and then obviously we if we're talking vampires we have to get into pop culture that's where it gets fun obviously you know they've like there are references to vampire like creatures as far back as ancient greece and, you know, where uh, in, apparently in Greece, they also told were told of uh, creatures that attacked people in their sleep and drained their bodily fluids. Bound chicken. Oh. I mean... Uh-
1: <clears throat> My sexy time will also leave you breathless. <laughs> and
0: then, yeah, so in the medieval era, there were tales of walking corpses that drank blood to spread plague that were in medieval Europe that started to flourish. And... Obviously that was more than likely due to not understanding how infectious diseases work. Yeah. Yeah. And the bubonic plague.
1: Actually, that's, uh, that'll go into my story later. Well, that was
3: probably just somebody vomiting up blood and they were like, he was sucking someone's blood. I, actually.
0: Yeah. yeah um, oh, that That's oh, one yeah, of that's... the theories behind it is that because tuberculosis was so big yeah. that they would be coughing up and those lesions would rupture inside their lung and they'd cough up blood and they would assume that they had drank that blood from another person.
1: Oh, I think I read a story about a little girl that died of tuberculosis, and that was, like, why they thought she was possibly a vampire after she died was because of that. So, that makes sense.
4: Yeah.
2: That's really sad. That's that's really sad that you already have, like, an incredibly terrible disease, and then everyone thinks that you're fucking undead and eating people on top of that. So, now you're, like, socially sh- shunned.
1: It was usually after and they died, die. though. No, it was usually after they died, so they would have the disease they would die and then other people would start catching the disease around them and they would also die and so then everyone's like oh she must be a vampire because she's the one that started it
0: and another part of the vampire lore getting built was the fact that some people would they didn't know what really comas anything like that or like how people can recover from a heart attack or the stroke things like that where they would essentially die but they their body would kick back in and they'd Become alive again, but they're already buried. By the time they were conscious and able to move around, so they literally have to dig themselves out of their graves, even though they're fully alive. And so that then became they became vampires after that.
3: Mm-hmm. That was the yeah, whole thing with grave diggers with the bells.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah. and for the, the, the windows, cross, like the little cross that hangs inside a coffin, is meant to like pierce somebody's chest if they wake back up. Oh yeah.
0: On that note about the bell, so for those of you who don't know. They used to actually tie a a rope to the toes of uh, someone they buried, and that line would run up to the gravestone where they'd have a bell hanging. So in case they were still alive, they could wiggle their toe and ring the bell so somebody would know that they got buried alive.
2: Yeah, and hopefully someone would hear it before they actually died.
0: And before they asphyxiated, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: They also used to do like the little viewfinder window in the coffin, so Mm -hmm. that way if they were alive, they could see it. Or if they were breathing, they could see it on the glass.
4: Yeah,
3: I, I want to do that. I want a viewfinder in my coffin.
4: <laughs> hmm.
1: Just like, can I get buried with my eyes open? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be creepy. Hell yeah. of the viewfinder.
0: Yeah. Oh, and uh, another fun, fascinating part of getting it, of the rising popularity of vampirism was they think it might actually have been something also to do with rabies. Because if a human is infected with rabies, they actually start to bite and they have an aversion to sunlight
2: and water and you go crazy.
0: Yes. And then you die.
2: I think everybody's seen that house episode. It's like my favorite one, too. The chick with the rabies and she lives with the bats.
0: Oh, and again, also they like to go in and like when vampirism really took off in the medieval era, um, they would actually dig up bodies and kill them again. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so when they I mean, since we now know that, you know, that the hair follicles get pushed out as the skin contracts and same thing happens with your fingernails. It looked like their hair had grown and their nails had grown while they were still like while, while they dead. were dead, yeah. which popularized the on bed portion of yeah. vampirism.
3: That makes a lot of sense. And also probably
2: created that that stupid like thought that your hairs and your fingernails still grow after you die no all of your biological processes stop it's yeah. just like when when you smoke meth and your teeth get bigger
0: yeah and uh the receding gums too was also played into like that vampirism <laughs> because
1: sorry. Uh, yeah sorry <laughs> I got mystery, like trying to hold it back as you were talking <laughs>
0: fail um yeah so like when you die also your gums recede too because it's the contraction of the cells. And so that also would make your canine teeth a lot more pronounced, which would give that vampiric fang look. So, does this mean
2: that in modern times we need to add being a meth head onto the things that predispose you
0: to being a vampire?
3: You, well, you crave blood like a meth head craves meth. Yeah.
0: I mean, have you have you seen a vampire in Brooklyn? No. Really? No. Yeah. Mm. Then I will let See. you enjoy the experience. Yeah. So, going like into the actual pop culture, the modern incarnation of vampire uh, for, generally came from gothic literature. Excuse me, puberty. <clears throat> uh, generally came from gothic literature of the 18th and 19th centuries. So, um, that's about the time that vampirism was, popularity was peaking in Europe. So, uh, one of the first appearances in gothic literature about vampires was Heinrich August Osfenders' Der Vampire in 1748. So it's about a vampiric narrator who seduces an innocent maiden and then (laughs) it if read it it's actually kind of entertaining if you can get through the language depending the on the translation you said
1: that like vampiric narrator i'm like does that mean he just does a voiceover over
0: <laughs> the entirety <laughs> of his life <laughs> and i took to her. yeah um yeah it's it's an interesting read like
1: that would be a way better read than twilight
0: oh yeah
1: uh, that sounds <laughs> great
0: uh banging your head against the wall until you bleed and then reading your blood spatters is a better read
3: Probably that was pretty good. It sounded rehearsed.
0: That
2: really, yeah, the, you had that one cooking for a while.
3: Yeah,
0: no, that—that's just how much vitriol I feel for that series.
1: <laughs> Fun <laughs> oh, fact, actually, um, bringing up banging your head against the wall—you can actually burn quite a few calories by banging your head against the wall.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like fifteen thousand really calories or to something. Know how you know this? Don't
1: that's because like. I spend majority of my time looking up fun facts and things for this podcast oh. so it's one of the ones i came across where like banging your head against the wall actually burns quite a few calories Same all, thing with, uh, so that means gum. that
2: while i had all this uh all, all this technical difficulties i was actually burning mad
3: calories yeah there you go, yeah there yeah you go. yeah for all you gym goers out there this time <laughs> you see that padded wall you know what it's for <laughs>
0: wow. Okay, so um there was another English poem by John staggs called The Vampire in eighteen ten, and then Lord Byron actually kicked his weight around to the vampire ring with uh the Gayor in 1813.
2: You know, there's a very stark difference between the modern vampire and like the vampire of antiquity. Like if you think about the vampires of antiquity, they actually like looked like like straight dead people. Like they looked like watching oh, yeah. corpses and not not um, attractive whatsoever. But then when you read like anything about modern vampires, they're always like these very affluent. Um,
0: okay, vampire. you're getting ahead of me. Oh, sorry. sorry. Yeah, it yeah.
2: yeah, was just something I've always noticed. Is like,
0: oh yeah, yeah, we um,
1: romanticized it.
0: Yeah. We did, which
2: brings us to Dracula. Yeah, uh, <laughs> most famous. Um, actually, not vampire of all time. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: right. Um, yeah. He's so, not
1: Count Chocula. I thought he was the most famous.
0: No, uh, no. I
1: he really only want he drinks the blood
2: from brown cows. That's how you get chocolate milk.
1: <laughs> mm. I really want cereal now. <laughs>
3: chocolate, chocolate milk is honestly the closest thing we have for us as actual vampires, because of all the blood that they put in there, and then they cover it up with chocolate. Just so you guys. know. Oh
1: yeah, I remember you telling me that there's Mm -hmm. actually like quite a bit of like blood and things in chocolate milk.
2: in in all in all of the chocolate, actually. Yeah, yeah, there's pig's blood for a long time was a a huge uh, component of like Hershey's chocolate and stuff. I think that's changed recently though.
0: Okay. Well,
1: I guess we're all a little bit of vampires. Um, At least if you like chocolate. mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm actually kind of glad I don't like chocolate now. (laughs) Um. I okay, will gladly a be
1: a vampire. I don't like chocolate.
0: What the hell is wrong
2: with you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will gladly be a vampire for chocolate. <laughs> I, I will. Okay.
0: Yeah, so obviously, if you're going to talk about vampires, you do have to talk about Bram Stoker.
2: Anyway, but you got to talk about Keanu Reeves also.
0: Really? Yeah. Keanu Reeves is not a vampire. He's an immortal. There's a difference. Um.
2: um that and he was also in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, <laughs> and he's also like ruling the internet right now.
0: He really B- is. B- yeah, he's, he's just
1: like drag. a national fucking treasure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah he really is um obviously and then but then we have to talk about gary oldman
2: also who is also a phenomenal actor
0: who is by hands down the best dracula ever oh
2: god yes i want that suit that he wears the purple one with the top hat
0: like, and is, that, that yeah it's <laughs> always
2: been like my favorite suit of all time
0: all right so yeah obviously we're all pretty familiar with the tale of bram stoker's dracula you're giving me a weird look tony am i are this you? Is, this
3: is my attendant face.
0: <laughs> do Do you know Bram Stoker's Dracula?
3: Bram Stoker taken off of the uh, and also um, God, what was the guy's name? The uh, something the Impaler, whatever. Vlad the Impaler, yeah, Vlad Tepish. Totally, just took off like this guy who killed a bunch of people and then turned him into a vampire in his little novel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. Obviously, we know that Dracula basically inspired the modern day vampire. And it also inspired the 1922 movie uh, Nosferatu. There are very few copies of Nosferatu that exist today because Bram Stoker's widow sued for copyright infringement with Nosferatu. And had it basically, it was no longer shown and a lot of the film actually got destroyed.
1: Is that the one where you get that iconic photo of... The bald the, guy with the yes, long and ears. And the, really, and the really, big, gnarly teeth. Yeah. yeah. That's, okay. that's yeah. Nosferatu. Okay, cool. I actually have come across that several times. I'm pretty sure I used it in some of our stuff, actually. All
0: right. And so there was also a 1958 version of Dracula called The Horror of Dracula, which was the Christopher Lee movie. Oh, yeah. Where Christopher Lee did Dracula. Rest in peace.
3: Everybody looked up Christopher Lee.
1: Um, Okay, when when he hands
2: Edward Scissorhands his hands, and then he dies.
1: Oh, is that the he wrote that? I guess that's Christopher Lee. No, that was oh okay. Oh okay, I I I am not super familiar with most directors or writers or anything. No,
0: Uh, Christopher Lee was an actor.
1: Oh okay.
0: Yeah, he played he was he
2: played Edward Scissorhands' dad.
1: Oh okay. He also
0: played Saruman. He did in Lord of the Rings. Yes, he did.
1: Oh, oh okay. I know. I and he know was a heavy metal rocker.
0: About? Was he? I did not know. Yeah. About that. Oh wow. God, you you haven't heard about Christopher Lee's metal band?
2: No, I need to look this up now.
0: Like, I he started it when he was like eighty something. What I think. Like in his like, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere in that range. I can't remember specifically. But yeah, he started a metal band. That's like the, that, when, one of the
3: fucking best things I've ever heard in my entire life. Is he like trolling retirement homes? Like, do you used to play an instrument? Can you still hear? No? That's fantastic. <laughs> <Like,
4: laughs> Built-in
0: earplugs. Again, it was a thing. So, like, it was just... Yeah, Christopher Lee was pretty badass. If you actually read up on him, he's a really badass person. I need to now.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And then... um. Yeah, so where we end up actually getting our modern interpretation, vampires are pretty Not the ones that sparkle. Aristocratic vampires. Where we typically get it is from Anne Rice and Interview with a vampire.
2: Yes. Oh yeah. Also one of the best movies ever.
1: I actually have never seen Interview with a Vampire. it really? has been one of the ones that's oh my been God. on my yeah. list, but oh, I never got to watch it. Okay. Brad
2: Pitt I, I, killed that entire movie. And well, and Kirsten Dunce. And then um yeah, and then Tom Cruise, I guess. But
0: Brad, Pitt. he was actually a pretty good Lestat.
2: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because he is Lestat. He's is Brad true.
0: Pitt in that too? <laughs> yes, he plays um, the main character.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I just I haven't sat down to watch it. I've heard such good things, though. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: so, I mean, I have a really funny story about the book. And my brother was the one who actually got me into Anne Rice. And so, but when he was reading it through the first time, obviously, it starts out with the interview portion, right? right. Where basically the interviewers he start lighting up a cigarette and my brother was reading it he's like it's like oh yeah because he's a smoker at the time well he's still a smoker please stop he was a smoker so he's like oh yeah yeah okay that sounds like a really good idea i could use a cigarette so he lights up a cigarette and starts reading and as he's reading he gets to a spot in the interview where the vampire god what is his name i can't remember it Louis. Louis. yeah thank you so when louie turns to the interview and goes hey you might want to put that out for the cigarette that the reporter had held, and it was just, it is described as this long ash at the end of it because he got so enraptured in in the story. My brother looked at his cigarette, and he's like, oh, shit, and realized that he had done the exact same thing as the interviewer and totally forgot about his cigarette while he was reading, and it had burned down to ash. Wow. Wow. Too bad that
3: doesn't happen anymore now. Cigarettes just go out on their own, fire some cigarettes. Like
0: It's just really, really funny thing about it. That's
3: awesome. I thought you were going to say because people don't read paper books anymore.
1: I read paper That is blasphemy. Books. <laughs> yeah. Both me and Ty subscribe to the paper books are always going to be better because I don't like reading on a screen.
2: I have like a really, really, really hardcore ADD, so I can never sit through and read anything that's longer than like six pages. Hence why H.P. Lovecraft is my favorite author of all time.
0: So yeah, so Anne Rice is basically what ushered in the era of the aristocratic pretty vampire with a lot, very few you know vulnerabilities. They were they were strong. They were beautiful, and they were able to apparently light you on fire with their minds. That comes later. That blonde cool. hair,
1: and blue
3: eyes.
0: Um. Yeah. So I want to
1: light people on fire with my mind. Definitely not corpses.
0: Right. But yeah. So Anne Rice basically popularized the whole vampire genre again. So she's the one who brought it into the modern era, and. and uh, for the record, uh, Interview with the Vampire was published in 1976. There are several other books in that known as the Vampire Chronicles. Right. I They're a great read. I recommend you read them if you haven't because, oh my God, I love them.
2: They, <sighs> they should totally turn those into movies. Hollywood, stop making remakes and reboots and start doing things that actually like should be done like this so that people with ma- massive ADD can actually enjoy the rest of these series.
0: The other thing is um, there was... The what they kind of stem for the misunderstood romantic vampire like, no one understands me, no one loves me. The emo vampire, right? Yeah, so it was apparently in in 1978. Uh, Chelsea Quinn Yarborough published a series called The Count of Saint Germain, where the main character was a vampire of moral character whose bite is an erotic experience.
1: Ah. Mm. Mm. Very first occurrence of I think Louis the sexy was vamp. vampire though,
0: yeah, yeah. So that's where the parallel between the eroticism of the bite and you know sucking of blood and when that became eroticized and sexual was in that particular time frame. Just
4: Fabio
1: what year, what year going in that? for the kill, hmm?
0: uh, nineteen seventy six. That must or seventy
3: eight. That must have been real controversial at the time because the only way that they could actually show that it had an erotic effect was if you bit a man.
0: Yeah, well, okay. Well, also, there was, uh, in 1991, Laurie Herter published a book called, or her book's called Obsession, was the first vampire novels to be categorized as a romance rather than science fiction, fantasy, or horror.
3: Either that or there's just a lot of fear boners. Hmm.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it's been a long time thing that people have that little bit of pain, little bit of pleasure obsession
4: when yeah. it comes
1: to sex so it makes sense that this would be a thing so
0: yeah your snm yeah yeah
2: it's um, yeah almost turns it into like a sadomasochistic kind of like relationship um and then if you're adding in like this whole like undead thing to it and the mysticism like i mean it was bound to happen uh, oh, it's yeah. just kind of weird that it took hundreds of years to get there
0: well but you have to understand back then they were monsters yeah
2: they were they were walking corpses. they were something they were definitely never wanted to have sex with
0: genuine monsters and it wasn't until they became the rich popular aristocrat and nobody understands me that suddenly it's like,
2: oh my gosh, here's my panties. Yep. And then <laughs> and then somewhere they started sparkling and what the fuck.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, so moving on, like that we have obviously the more popularization we have Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it's oh, spin-off
1: so good.
0: Spin off Angel and all of those. And also we get into um True Blood, which yeah was another one and
1: vampire diaries <laughs>
0: yeah there's the, so many. yeah the vampire diaries that was actually a book that they did and the vampire diaries was really good i really liked it because it did follow a lot of the rules
1: damon is like my favorite there, there's <laughs> such a
2: brand new one that just came out called nose for a two um written like oh a, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 written like a um a license plate and um it's written by Stephen King's son under a pen name. I don't know if there's a lot of people that know that.
1: That's but, cool. But it's not really about
3: vampires. It is, is about it? a vampire, yeah. Oh.
2: And it's just it got cool. adapted into a, a series for, um, it, uh, is it Netflix? or No, AMC or some shit. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, so that that's a new vampire series. And then, I mean, um, we have to kind of talk about Twilight because it is a very... why Why do we have
2: to talk about that show, movie?
0: Just... Seriously. in 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 the sake that it did make a lot of money and it did it was very very popular even if only it was only-
2: incredibly su- commercially successful um and then it was like short-lived and everybody who like started out loving it um now doesn't want to say that they love it and everyone who currently started out hating it now is just like completely outspoken about how much that movie ruined vampires
1: i mean Vampires sparkle according to Stephanie Meyer.
0: God, no, 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 (laughs) no. I don't know what those are, but those are not vampires. They're vegan vampires. No.
1: They're stripper vampires. No. Body glitter.
0: They're strippers and they're pedophiles. That does not make them fucking vampires. I mean,
2: honestly, if you're 500 years old, no matter who you go after as a human is going to be like way too young for you.
0: No, but think about this. In the book, she's 16.
2: Yeah. And he's like 200, but he looks 16. No,
0: but that supposedly. that's my issue. Like, she's not even fucking 18 yet.
3: And he's all like, we have so much in common.
0: Like, uh, <laughs> you live through the plague.
3: Yeah. Twilight is like, is like the smut found in the teenage reading section of the library.
0: I can say I've read them, and that is time I will never get back. I got Sad. through
1: like the first four pages before I was like, no, nope, no, nope, can't do it. <laughs>
0: yeah the things guys do for girls you i mean read the, there's the like, like 50, 50
2: shades of sparkle
0: because that's also an awful book that condones uh emotional abuse sexual that's, abuse that's and isn't point. nothing like what bdsm is supposed to be
2: yeah that's the point that's why i said it's like 50 shades of sparkle it, it, it's a
0: it's
3: mental abuse for the teenage soul
0: yeah there we go i i can agree to that title
3: mm-hmm. yeah I was I was waiting for the first instance of someone finding a female masturbator in the movie theater when that movie played.
0: Oh, I'm sure it happened. Yeah. Um yeah. but that's a lot easier to hide than guys. Yeah, fair. poor poor Pee-wee Herman.
1: <laughs> to be fair, like okay, so my niece loved that series. Like it was one of her absolute favorite series. Pee-wee so Herman? because of no 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 Twilight <laughs> <laughs> Um, so because of that, I ended up having to go to all of the openings of that move, those movies, which mind you was torture (laughs) because like there, I can't even remember which one it was, but one of them, uh, like one of the very opening scenes, you see like one of the, the wolf guy's hand or whatever, and they start to like pan up, and it's like right when he cuts his cut his hair for the first time, or what what have you. But the minute you see his hand, literally the entirety of the movie theater just erupted in screams. Girly, just girly everybody's screams. Like, uh, like,
0: "I'm mildly ashamed for knowing this, but that is Taylor Lautner."
1: Yes, Taylor Lautner. Um, Wol- but Wolfe they just dude. like exploded, and it, literally my ears were ringing because everybody was so flippin' loud. It was the weirdest thing i've ever experienced oh my god. in a theater i was like okay yeah that's
0: um, the that's
1: thing now i guess
0: yeah that was oh my god yeah so that, again that let's end our twilight discussion there and that's all that need be said
2: that's all the attention it deserves
0: yeah
4: all the 40 beso- besides besides we're it,
2: it. there throughout the movie
0: Oh yeah, yeah. We can rip on it as all much as we want. So, huh? That's one that doesn't sparkle. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah. Then what was really fun about vampires is their uh, kind of unlikely action hero status because of you know Blade. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, Blade, Blade's such a good
1: one. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, and the, sorry, that just reminded me the that very new series that they um did from the movie uh What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there's a scene in that where they have like a council of vampires meeting, and they end up like dialing in um the guy that played Blade. <laughs>
0: oh God, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and if if you have not, <laughs> yeah, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> if you have not seen what we do in the shadows, watch that shit. It is the funniest shit.
1: It is seriously I want one of her. my absolute yeah, that, favorite just, movies.
2: Just by mentioning Wesley Snipes in there, I, like you made me want to watch this.
1: Well the the movie is complete it's an older movie now, but um they now have a like series, like a show oh. um with a lot of the same characters and that in the show is the one that they have a cameo from Wesley Slipes.
4: Oh, um
1: cool. but absolutely fantastic show and movie, brilliant.
4: Yes.
0: It oh is hilarious. <laughs> um yeah, it's an older Canadian show. Yeah, so obviously yeah. So when we get into the action hero vampire, we have Blade who needs no introduction. Wesley fucking Snipes, <laughs> and, way
2: better than sparkling vampires. So, uh, I, I can't believe how we went from like the shittiest vampire up to like one of the best ones. Just like yeah, one really, of the best immediately.
0: Oh yeah, um, I had to bring the mood up somehow. The, the
2: vampire hunting vampire, like how how much yeah, how much the, the coo- daywalker? Yeah, how much cooler can you get?
1: Way better than Van Helsing, that's for damn sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. That,
4: that
2: one wasn't that good.
1: Yeah, I literally only went to that movie to make out with a boy. Mm. Because I didn't really want to watch it. (laughs) All right, there you go.
0: (laughs) Reasons to watch Van Helsing: make out with a boy.
1: There you go. All right, you're in snogging.
0: (laughs) um, There's also Underworld. (laughs) That one was pretty good. That one,
1: Yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was all right. I wasn't a huge fan of that one
0: for me it was mostly I had a pretty big crush on Kate Beckinsale. I was about to say the same thing.
1: She was <laughs> yeah. absolutely Re- gorgeous in that to movie. Watch Underworld,
2: Kate Beckinsale.
1: She's absolutely Kate Beckinsale gorgeous in
2: Leather like,
0: in Leather.
1: Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. exactly. In leather but
2: the movie itself like, wasn't great. And like glowing eyes.
0: Yeah, like I said, like whatever your take is and whatever you feel about our the particular vampire movies and shows that we and books that we talk about that's yours and we just we liked it and I mean, yeah, I I can agree with you. The story in Underworld was kind of weak.
1: Yeah, not great. Yeah, but no, yeah, I mean, it wasn't that good. But visually speaking, absolutely. Oh yeah, it was stunning. Not, but hey, you went to so go great. see
2: Van Helsing to make out with a boy. I went to see Underworld to stare at Bacon, Kate Beckinsale.
0: Just to let you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. just to um, record that in the spank bang for later.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I um I I have a lot of respect for Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> yeah, but
2: actually, but also I'm shameless, so.
1: She's <laughs> um, like, nah, nah, that went in the space bake for me. <laughs> I, don't uh, I mean, she I is fair. she is a great actor.
2: She's done like great roles after that, but I'm just I'm just saying what
0: that movie was well, specifically there. Well, for. and um, here's the thing: like, I don't remember her exact age when she filmed Underworld, but I think it was like 35. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, and that was a she, while ago too, right? So, Kate Beckinsale, like, she was in her 30s, I think, and was still able to do that role with that much, you know, well, I guess titillation, maybe. Um, one of the other fun ones is that it, Dracula has actually made its way in the vampires have made their way into, uh, anime pretty hard. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was about to say children's movies.
2: We don't say blah, blah, blah.
0: No, that too, you know, hotel Transylvania. But, um, yeah. So like for like the Japanese, um, manga and anime like one of the best ones uh helsing Mm -hmm. helsing's in there that's Uh, a really good show there's also a take on it in count of monte cristo that was done as an anime where the count is actually a a vampire seriously seriously it's actually really not a pretty good anime it's set more in the future
3: man Hmm. dumas probably just rolling in his grave right now
0: I want to leave one last thing about like the vampire stuff because there are a lot of references and a lot of books that we could really go into because vampirism is a huge subject and worthy of probably 10 episodes just to to scratch the surface. But my last thing I want to leave you guys with is the tabletop RPG game, Vampire from World of Darkness. I'm
2: tired of your showing.
0: Ah, uh, it's not showing. It's loud and proud. <laughs> I am a dyed in the wool nerd.
1: <laughs> Come it's on now. So true, but then again, I mean, I am too. So I can't. Remember. Well, we all are a little bit, are we? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay. Like it, it is what it is. I am proud to be a nerd. I have been a nerd since I learned what the term meant. I mean, I started playing D and D when I was five. Oh, that's young. I- yeah, that was my brother. Anyway, so yeah, so there's a actual tabletop game called Vampire the Masquerade. It's set in the World of Darkness setting. Yeah, so like that, the, like vampirism and like vampires themselves have gotten so prevalent that their video game characters, their animes, their books, their movies, their TV shows, there's almost no aspect of our society that doesn't have some vampire in it somewhere.
2: It's almost like it just- we've...
3: Been penetrated by them, and they're in our
0: deeply. They're
3: in our
4: bloodstream.
3: <laughs> it just jo- goes to show how conditioned we are to uh be okay with serial killers as long as they're pretty.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, case in point, the new Ted Bundy. Buddy. I was going to say it's <laughs> Ted Bundy. Yeah.
0: yeah, Ted Bundy. We're all thinking Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure even anybody listening to this right now was thinking Ted Bundy.
2: Yeah. I mean, and, and rumor has it Jeffrey Dahmer was also an incredibly attractive dude too. Um, to tie the whole serial killer and vampire thing together, um, there's a, was, there was a serial killer that was known as the Brooklyn Vampire, and it was actually Albert Fish who uh, kidnapped and ate children. One little girl in particular, and when he sent her parents a letter in the mail, this was in the 1920s, just to tell them that she died of virgin.
1: Oh, I think I, think I, yeah, I remember yeah. hearing about yeah, this. That yeah. is like just like one such one a mess. up. Messed um, serial up.
2: killers of all time. But he was
3: known as the Brooklyn Vampire.
1: Huh.
3: huh. And FYI to everybody out there, to let you know that it's just like you want to be a pop star. If you're thinking about being a serial killer to be popular, if you're still not beautiful, it's just not going to happen for you. No, I mean. the world is so no. rough for it is, it is. ugly people like me. <laughs> <He's>
1: <laughs> the <fluttering>. eyelash flutter <laughs> is just getting me right now. <laughs> Dusty you'd never be able to be Be a serial killer because you're just not Beautiful enough
2: Don't hate me because I'm ugly
0: (laughs) So that is basically all the Information that I kind of wanted To unload on you guys about vampires Some of the theories behind it Some of the historical origins and some Of the folklore and obviously the pop culture References
1: Sweet.
0: And so that Is my spiel
1: Yay so
2: does that mean It's my turn
1: Actually, Actually, that means it is the Hand of Truth time.
2: It's the Hand of Truth.
1: Hand of Truth! Al Capone's business card said he was a used furniture dealer. Huh. Come on down to Big Al's <laughs> Furniture <laughs> Emporium. Yeah,
0: there there is a commercial for you. <laughs> Real fake doors. Especially yes. if you're the
2: IRS. Real fake doors.
0: <laughs> yeah, say come on down, come on down to my store. <laughs> What's that? A gun? What do you mean a gun? Don't look up, Saint Valentine. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> All right. So his business card read as a used furniture salesman. Yep. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Hey. Uh, that's why they got him on tax evasion.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All that furniture he was selling, he never paid taxes on. I could
3: see that in like, um, God, what is that called? Like the old folks roadhouse. What the fuck? The antique roadhouse. Oh, oh antique anti- roadshow. Gro- oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Antique roadshow. R- road fuck yeah. Just have a dresser come up. Al Capone sold this at his emporium. There's a blood stain on the back. Where he hit dead body parts.
4: Uh, (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs)
0: There are are people out there that will buy that. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh,
2: yeah. $50,000. Yeah. All right. You better pay the taxes on it, though.
0: All right. So that was our hand of truth. And now we shall, again, I. Oh, God. Here you go, Dusty. Have fun.
3: And go. So, guys. (laughs) <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> my my story is possibly the first recorded vampire story in history regarding one particular person being reported as a vampire okay and um his name was uh the pronunciation really differs depending on where you're from it's either jury or yuri grando and uh he, he came from a uh, small town in ithaca yeah, it was Ithaca. It's a small little fishing village, and this is that's in like the the Balkan Peninsula area. You know, like the heart of vampirism.
0: Oh yes, yes. Oh
2: yes, yes. During um during the 1700s, and um his life as a mortal, it was somewhat unremarkable. Yeah, he was just kind of like he was just a regular dude. Some people said he was a dick. Some people said he was a great guy. The real fun happens after he died. Okay. After he died, for 16 years he haunted this village. <laughs> and, in the late 1600s where there were reports where he would show up to people's houses and knock on their doors and i think this is where the um the common thought of like you have to invite a vampire into your house. right right yeah because he came up and he would knock on the doors and um if the people answered somebody in their house died within the next couple of days his uh his widow also mentioned that he would come and visit her in the middle of the night and yeah make not cool stuff happen um, make not cool stuff happen, yeah. Make not cool stuff. He, he she would report everything from him like drinking her blood to like sexual assault and rape and like all, yeah,
0: okay, yeah, not cool stuff, yeah, got a, it. A lot of
2: really not cool stuff happened to her. I was about um, to
1: say, like, does not cool stuff mean like he came in and drank out of straight out of the milk carton? Like, what does not cool stuff mean? Yeah, he but left that's... the toilet seat up a lot,
2: <laughs> the chocolate milk. It was the chocolate, <laughs> oh, chocolate, uh, chocolate, chocolate milk, milk. again <laughs> It was it was the chocolate milk And so the local priest Gathered a crew of nine men And they went to go Dig up his grave There, Well the, the story differs one, one form of the story says that they found him Walking around in the middle of the night The priest started shouting like a bunch of like Jesus stuff at him And he hissed and <laughs> ran away Kitty <And> <laughs> and <laughs> and and cat followed, Yeah And they, they followed him <laughs> back to his grave And they exhumed his body to find a perfectly preserved corpse. Uh, like it looked as if he had not died at all. Mind you, this is 16 years later. Wow. Uh, no part of the decaying process had happened within the last 16 years. Mm, formaldehyde. Yeah, yeah um, in the 1600s because that was totally a thing oh yeah yeah (laughs) totally a thing come on (laughs) and uh so again he he started with the the jesus things and saying that that god was going to compel the demons out of him and all this kind of craziness the corpse smirked and everybody ran away
0: (laughs) oh he's a badass
2: yeah yeah so so um apparently the the jesus thing had no effect with the crucifixes and all that had no effect on this particular vampire and so the um, take the that priest. Catholic Church. Yeah, can, take that. I can just take
1: imagine that. That. that what actually happened was that there was like a bug in his mouth that like made his flip twitch and then everyone ran screaming and the bug came out like, where'd everybody go? We all know I, I like, I like Jesus. Wait, wait, we know
0: all know where he got that frown? From. Oh, from.
1: Yes. Oh, you mean Haunting uh, a Hill House? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking that, but yeah, I huh. kind of like that. Yeah, huh? <laughs> yeah.
2: That was a good reference. Anyway, so the priest gathers up everybody. And they go back, and um, one man took an axe, As being brave man, after they had taken the wood stake and tried to pierce his heart for the stake just to bounce off of his chest. They said that it felt like his skin was like impenetrable, like it didn't budge. There was no give in his skin whatsoever, and the stake just bounced off. And so one man took an axe and chopped his fucking head off, and it said that his corpse screamed
3: and blood went fuck everywhere. Ah... The one brave man chopped the
1: head off of a corpse. It's like a Tarantino movie, yes. just blood oh, spraying well, everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I'm yeah.
0: thinking of uh, the Mel Brooks film. Um, Which one? So uh, the movie Mel Brooks movie I'm thinking of is Dracula Dead and Loving It. I oh, I haven't never
1: seen that. Seen that, one. Seen that um, one. You know, it's actually what? speaking. It has of,
0: uh, Leslie Nielsen plays Dracula.
1: Oh, I need to see it oh. now. So, uh,
0: the guy from Naked Gun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Can we just stop the podcast (laughs) real quick and then watch it?
2: We should. And especially because today is Mel Brooks' birthday. Is it really? It absolutely
0: (gasps) is. Okay. Yeah. We are recording this on Mel Brooks' birthday. But God, I love him so much. The (laughs) reason why that comes to mind is that there's a scene in Dracula Dead and Loving It where they're staking a vampire and they hit it and it just like sprays blood everywhere and uh, like she starts screaming and they're like not done yet and they keep just like hammering at it and every time they hammer it's just like a fountain of blood and more <laughs> blood and it's like that obvious fake movie blood like it is just so oh, fake it,
1: yeah, in, in, in true Brooks, Melbrook's yeah. fashion oh, yeah yeah, yeah totally. as weird and goofy as humanly possible
0: so it's just like kush while they're just trying to kill the vampire and it's
1: just psh,
4: ah, psh.
0: That that is the whole like so when you said that that's a scene that flashed through my mind. Apparently, I'm the only one here who has watched this movie. I, I think we
2: should I, just pause the podcast right now and just watch it, or we
0: should I, play a
3: clip.
2: You you need to play a clip from it, Ty. I, a- I
4: edit, need
2: edit, edit edit that clip into the in, into the audio here.
0: I cannot because that right is copyright here. infringement.
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure Mel Brooks is going to be cool with it. Le-
0: Mel Brooks might be if he owned the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Good point.
2: You know, actually a little aside, Spaceballs, you know that whole rant that he goes on about merchandising when he plays like that really shitty Yoda. Yeah. And he goes on the whole like Spaceballs, the shower curtain and Spaceballs the, like everything it's because the um I can't remember what um what company like produced Spaceballs, but they told him not to merchandise. They they told him that he couldn't merchandise that movie at all. And so he said, fuck you, and put it in the movie that, like about people being pissed off about the merchandising. So he made a bunch of merchandise inside the movie.
0: All right. There you go. Good job, Mel Brooks. Stick yeah. it to the man.
1: He's yeah. so awesome.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um, that that aside, <laughs> uh, moving back into your story. Moving
2: back into my story. So they chopped the dude's head off, and then the, the town never heard from Jerry or Yuri Grando ever again. All right. And everything went back to being normal with fountains of blood though
0: wow all right (laughs) um yeah so (laughs) oh wow
2: that
1: just back to the normal blood geysers yep
2: no (laughs) no more creepy corpse sex with the widow you know no more people knocking on doors and dying yep no no more random uh like being accosted on the streets by a corpse you know yeah
0: okay but just back to normal plague and Everything else that's going on in the seventeen hundreds. <laughs> the yeah. or the sixteen late, 1600s, it was late, late 17, sixteen hundreds. Late sixteen hundreds, yeah. So yeah, so that was Dusty's story on a vampire. One of the first recorded person, well, named vampires.
2: I think yeah, I think it was the first named vampire.
0: Yeah. And if you guys know and listeners know of any other vampires, let us know. Uh mm-hmm. huh. He was also in a
2: in a movie, in the 30s. Um, you know what? He, he might have been Jerry Grando. Might have been Nosferatu. The the name, the character name, for oh. the, the the Nosferatu. Hold on, I, I'm gonna look this up. Okay. Oh, also he he was known as like a um, uh, strigoi, which means warlock or sorcerer, and also vampire. Ah. Huh. Oh, I no, he has his own movie. Yeah, but, it came
0: out uh, in 2016. Oh, cool. Jerry Grando. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Time for the mm-hmm. true crime, crime headline. headline. Yes. True oh, crime headline. Hey, we did it. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> synced. <laughs> oh, our period synced.
4: Heavy.
1: <laughs> oh. You're becoming a woman, Ty. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. You've arrived.
0: Oh, wait. Now I can actually be a lesbian.
2: Does <laughs> does this mean that you'll actually like chocolate now? No. no. <laughs>
1: uh, you should. Every woman loves chocolate. Actually, that's a lie. That's Some a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bald-faced lie. <laughs> All right, it's guys, also uh, not false. <laughs> Are you guys Ready? Silence? Like is that? Is that? that, oh, that. Yeah. oh yeah! Oh yeah, are yeah, yeah, yeah. ready. Ready. Yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. cool. Uh, well,
0: let's yeah. get this true crime headline going. Yeah, woo!
1: All right. Uh, thank you. That's the kind of pumped response that I wanted. All right. Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. What are you waiting yeah. for? What are you waiting yeah. for? Come on come on, come on! come on! Come
4: on!
1: All right. So our true crime headline for this episode is: missing woman unwittingly joins search party looking for herself.
0: Oh yes! ha
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> ha! So this is in the Toronto Sun. It happened in 2012. A woman that was on a tourist bus. So she was part of a tourist group. They were kind of going through like Iceland's uh, Elja Elja Canyon. And she had gone to the restroom quickly to change her clothes and freshen up. When she came back, no one recognized her because she had changed clothes. (laughs) And so they thought that she was missing from their group. So everybody started looking for her and she didn't really recognize herself based on the description they were telling everybody of this missing person. So they spent like a good like I think they said like six hours trying to find a woman that wasn't missing.
2: I wonder I wonder how stupid everyone felt when she was just like, wait a second.
0: Well, how stupid she felt, too.
1: I know. She's like looking around for herself. (laughs) It's a journey to finding herself.
0: Yeah. Ah, something (laughs) philosophical in there.
1: Usually
3: (laughs) that
0: starts with
2: DMT. You're welcome, Seth Rogen.
0: Or ayahuasca (laughs) uh, or shrooms or LSD. Hallucinogens. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Gateway to another world
1: the otter
0: side <laughs> ah, so, okay. shameless self-promotion there we get, go to the side ah.
1: <laughs> so bad right
0: okay yeah so uh, yeah just wondering like how everybody felt after that like some of their commentary would be really fun to read
1: i wish that this article had had like interviews with the people that had been there yeah just like, just like- direct quotes would have been great
0: Yeah, I was looking, and I was looking, and I was so worried, and then there she was, right beside me the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It did say that, like, because it was like 50 people that were trying to search for this lady. They even called the Coast Guard, and they were about ready to, like, fly a helicopter out to look for her. Oh, God. But it says, uh, and I quote, but the search was called off at about 3 a.m. when it became clear the missing woman was, in fact, accounted for and searching for herself.
4: Oh,
0: man and that would be one hell of a bill too i know. oh yeah <laughs> yeah rescue parties are not free no no
3: no
1: really but i wonder no.
2: i wonder if she would have to pay for it if like the whole thing was like erroneous like she she,
0: that, didn't, I, she
2: didn't call the search party
0: i don't know uh i think it would be on if it, she was a part of a tour bus it'd be the onus would end up being on the tour bus company
2: yeah, that's that's the way I'd look
1: at it too. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, I don't no know what like laws are on that. Yeah,
0: so helicopters, all of that—that's not free. You have to pay for that. Someone oh, pays for that.
2: Oh fuck no! Jet fuel costs a lot of money.
4: Mm-hmm. Huh.
0: Yeah. So there, there's try not to get lost, guys. Stay with your party, and uh, apparently you're supposed to stay in your sweaty, smelly clothes. So they all know who you are.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, or let somebody know that you're going to go change your clothes. You'd think that if you were in a place where you knew absolutely nobody besides the other like people who know absolutely nobody that you'd like band together and be like, hey, I'm going to go change my clothes. I'll be right back. If everybody leaves without me, you know, you'll know where to find me.
3: She's on vacation. She probably met somebody, had a quickie in the bathroom. It was like, these clothes are no good anymore. Didn't want anybody to know. And one thing led to another.
2: I think one thing led to another and then she had to go change her clothes. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that hypothetical. <laughs> um,
1: <clears throat> I, I kind of am wondering though, because they said that she changed her clothes and she freshened up. I kind of wonder if she wasn't wearing makeup beforehand and then went and freshened up and put makeup on, and that's why oh, yeah. no one recognized her.
2: Yeah, no, there's the trap. There's, <laughs> there's the, the real tra- trap. That's that's Just... what actually happened. Um, I, I think of like you know girls when they wear makeup all the time and then when they take it off like their eyes look like really tiny it's like when somebody wears really thick glasses all the time and then when they take their glasses off you're just like oh my god your eyes are small it's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. you almost look like a different person
0: I want to preface like whatever a girl wants to do to make herself look pretty by all means do it but sometimes that shit's confusing yeah a little bit
1: especially now with contouring and stuff you can literally yeah. sculpt your face to look completely different well, I've yeah. seen a lot of Absolutely. videos like that it's a, it's mind blowing what you can do with makeup these days
0: especially if like they do the heavy contouring I mean you do you boo but wow sometimes there's like once that's gone you're just like
4: ah
1: who are you <laughs> a-
0: an- another
2: true headline is that um, you know I'm trying to pull this uh, out of my head so I've, I forget exactly where it was I think it was Korean man sued his wife after she took off makeup after they had gotten married oh yeah yeah for, yeah for like false advertisement
1: oh my god yeah. really yeah th- th-
0: th- that was South Korea that's yeah. a real case that happened he, he genuinely sued her for it was marriage under false pretenses, I believe was the actual. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that is yeah. some patriarchal sure bullshit, yeah. man. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah So
0: there's a lot of that dealing with South Korean culture that I really don't want to get into because I'm I'm not Korean and yeah it,
2: yeah no basis to talk it's, uh, it's, it gets get sticky really fast. Uh, as as an aside, Z, when I first met you before you realized that you needed glasses, I thought you were Asian. Because you squint. Oh, everybody
1: thinks I'm Asian. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a common misconception.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I am not even a little bit Asian, which is hilarious, but a lot of people think that I am. I'm like, nope, nope. I just squint when I smile. My mom used to tell me to open my eyes when she would try to take pictures of me. It was really embarrassing. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, she's not Asian. She's Mexican.
1: Yeah. I am literally like the epitome of Mexican. Yeah. Aztec and Spanish,
0: i.e., Mexican. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yep. All right so that is our true crime headline
1: yep and I guess now we're gonna move on to my
0: your story, story. Yeah. yeah let's let's get into your story let's see what you have for us today
1: mine's actually really similar to Dusty's
0: uh, well it's a vampire story uh, that have some I'll common threads say,
1: yeah, they're, they're, yeah. All,
2: they're all pretty common
1: yeah so this is the tale of Peter Plugojewicz
2: oh I've read that one too
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> So very similar I was like crossing my fingers that you weren't going to have done the same thing, but then I remembered that I sent you the name of the person that I was doing it on so I was like now nah, it'll be fine
3: yeah <laughs> All right
1: Peter Plogojowitz. I hope I am saying that name right if I am not, I apologize basically led a very turmoil in and- tumultuous tumultuate tur- Tumultuous. Tumultuous.
3: tumultuous,
1: tumultuous, tumultuous. Tumultuous. Words are hard. Okay. R- word of the day. He's a difficult human being. There we'll we say go. That. There we go. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> just,
2: just don't use that word. He it, was
1: kind of a dick. Everybody. He
2: was like the Axel Rose of vampires.
1: Yeah, he's basically a grifter, and people didn't like him. But he died in 1725. Um, he lived in a vis- village named uh, Kisilova. Which was maybe in modern Kisiljevo. Kisseljevo, that town? Yes, <laughs> in Siberia that oh. that word I can say. Siberia. yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just stick to in Siberia.
1: yes. Um, his death was followed by an influx of sudden deaths in the area, which were victi- where victims would be sick for about twenty four hours and then just die. yeah. <laughs> hmm. super not great
0: so he's a dick and then he killed you
1: pretty much yeah All right. but um nice so guy. following his death within eight days nine people had already died yeah wow yeah quick turnaround on deathbeds many claimed that uh polo gojowitz had strangled them in their sleep before they fell ill so basically attacked their neck in some way before they got sick the man's wife stated that he had come to her after his death and demanded his shoes you can't believe
0: it. <laughs> that that's a lot more innocent than what mine did
1: right
4: <laughs> yeah i like
0: i need my
1: shoes
0: honey where did i put my shoes i just love that so,
1: even after his death he's just like where the fuck are my shoes
0: like it's it's like a total like stereotypical husband thing to do like honey where's my shoes you're dead yeah but where are my shoes in your coffin <laughs> oh found um, thank you <laughs> like this, is, this sounds like that stereotypical dad from any sitcom
1: yeah pretty much and she was extremely tired of his shit because she promptly moved to the next village over
2: oh well at least she was smarter than the one in my my story
1: yep <laughs> she's like nah i'm out yeah Bye, guys
2: fuck this see you later Peace out, bitches.
1: So other tales state that Polo Gojewicz came home to demand all, to also demand food from his son. And when his son refused to give him food, he brutally attacked and murdered him.
0: Wow. Dad oh. of the year. Yep. Yeah.
1: Apparently really, really had that hanger going on.
0: Yeah. He's a, he needs a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you when you're hungry.
1: <laughs> oh, I need a Snickers right now. That sounds so good.
2: That
0: does. Sound I good. just like food.
1: I'm I'm essentially essentially just a fatty and a you're small the smallest person's body part of all of us. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm like I'm saying
0: like she's a
1: what? I'm a f- fatty in spirit. I love my food. It's so good. I really want sneakers. Anyway, the village folk ended up demanding that Plagojewets be exhumed and examined for signs of vampirism, i.e., what Ty mentioned earlier with the hair growth and nail growth and um, no signs of decomposition. <laughs> When the local priest and administration advised them to wait for permission from the Austrian authorities, at the time the townsfolk said that they couldn't wait, or the whole town might be dead.
0: Yeah, fair point.
1: So yeah. they said they wanted to do it now, or they were all going to peace out. So all of them were like, "No, we're moving on unless you do this right now."
0: You need to do this, or fuck this shit, I'm out.
1: Yeah, but fuck this shit, I'm gone. I don't even
0: think I would have gotten to that fuck point. this I would shit, just, I'm I would out. Just left. But like, fuck this shit I'm, oh,
1: they ended up exhuming the body and indeed had found quote-unquote new hair and nail growth as well as quote-unquote fresh blood in the mouth
2: yep that yeah. was that was something from mine that i forgot to mention too yeah yeah oh, yeah good job dusty good mm-hmm. job
1: but that's something that's common with dead bodies as they decompose is that blood kind of pools in the mouth area yeah
2: yeah it does it's like gases and you know gas plus pressure.
1: Um so the villagers proceeded to freak the fuck out and stab the body in the heart with a stake which made fresh blood erupt from the ears and mouth. <laughs> hmm. um,
0: yeah,
2: that is that is quite similar. Maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a theme here. Oh yeah, vampires,
3: that's right. Uh,
0: yeah, uh th- <laughs> oh, yeah. there's also another theme, uh dead people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how corpses are. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that's I, I think that's what happens with every corpse.
3: Yeah. I, wonder, I wonder why they didn't just like go to the old person in the village and be like, "Have you seen a dead body before?" Can, can you tell us what it looked like
0: well oh, uh, with the, the stranglehold that a, a lot of the churches had at the time on public thinking everything was demons or god
3: oh
4: yeah, yeah. i do
1: love how the priests and like the authorities in the area were just kind of like can we just calm down it's probably fine can we at least wait for the okay from the austrian police and everyone's like fuck that no
0: for once they
2: were the voice of reason
1: I know they were trying so hard to keep the peace and everyone freaked out
0: right yeah that that is actually kind of one of the odd points about this the priests and the government were trying to be the good guys wow yeah I do I wonder what that's like
1: (laughs) I
2: I can think of 20 people in Salem who have no idea
0: yeah basically
1: Uh, gosh um, I do love, too, that the minute that they stabbed the body and it erupted with blood from orifices, they freaked out more and then burned the body.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> kill, it, kill it with fire.
0: Yeah, okay, we go. That, <laughs> the origin of kill it with fire.
1: Exactly. I always so thought they that ended- came from spiders. Well, I mean, was- Same same <laughs> same reaction i feel like most people have yeah so this was the first widely documented case of vampirism in eastern europe with accounts re- reported to authorities and reports in newspapers distributed throughout the area um, oh, wow. so there was a ton of news coverage about this at the time so it was like super widely documented oh, and the the main guy that was in charge in that area sent tons of reports to the austrian police so there was a lot of records that went into it as to what exactly happened and he basically covered his bases to make sure that he didn't get in trouble for exhuming this body. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I am I'm, so, I'm sitting here thinking about the poor newsies on the street corner who had to report that story.
1: Extra extra read
0: all about it. Vampire and blood everywhere. Here. Just just take <laughs> it.
1: Blood erupts <laughs> from vampire's face. <laughs>
0: blood erupts. Oh, yeah. So it's just like that. The poor newsie on the corner. They, hey guys. <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you. Just read it.
1: <laughs> just read it. Here. Take it. But yeah, that's my story. Short and sweet.
3: Yeah. Hide, hide, you, hide your women. Hide your children. There's vampires. Take the paper. Vampires. The season. Vampires everywhere.
2: <laughs> Grab your <sticks. laughs> Um, a, a little aside. I, I just looked it up to make sure I got the number exactly right. The whole idea about vampires turning into bats and flying away is it comes from bats being Naturally regarded as like what's the we word I'm looking for like a repulsive species because they're known to carry diseases and the reason why they're like known for carrying diseases is because they do and it comes from a few different reasons. One is that when they fly, bats body temperatures naturally rise up to about like the highest grade fever that other mammals can possibly have. So bat when bats are flying around, their bodies are cooking at like 105 degrees which normally would kill off all kinds of bacteria but any bacteria that lives through that gets stronger and builds like a bacterial m- immunity in the bat and they also practice herd immunity kind of like vaccines and stuff where they um, they inoculate each other with these diseases to make them each like more like immune so they're like there's some strain like there's some bats that are um, completely immune to these de- diseases that if they touch you you get and you die
0: because your
1: fever oh.
2: will not kill it. So well,
1: basically, super viruses. Yeah, they, and,
2: they, they, they carry super bugs on them all the time.
0: That's right. Just a really funny story with Z here and a bat.
1: Oh god! Um, yeah, there
0: was, it was bat a t- cave. No, uh, she was living what? at this in this little like studio tiny apartment. studio apartment and like this converted house. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I remember
1: that. Uh, place. Yeah, it was a really cool apartment. I yeah, it was, yeah. So. It. It was really cool.
0: Like I get this phone call of her freaking the fuck out.
1: Yeah, cuz I just had a bat fly at my head.
0: Yeah. So yeah, a bat flew at her head out of no in nowhere. my
1: house. <laughs> like
0: and like apparently it had managed to find a hole in the screen and crawl its way in yeah, and start that flying hole, around.
1: The reason why it got into my apartment was because there was a squirrel that broke into my house by chewing through the screen in my window to get to the snacks in my house.
2: That place was was weird. It was like a, a hotbed for like weird animal activity.
1: I just I have no idea. I only lived there for a few months because the squirrel thing happened. The bat thing happened. And then I ended up with bat bugs in like the walls. And so my landlord was like, you know, just. You can just move out. It's fine. I'll let you out of the lease. <laughs> There's too much going on. Yeah. I need to get in there with fire.
2: That's yeah. that's super cool of them. Like most landlords <laughs> are like complete dicks about that. You're, yeah. the, that place also had the really cool toilet thing where like uh, the, the little flushy thing. I freaked out about it the first time I saw it. Like it, it, it was like the little lever like stayed down. And then, like, oh, and then like it
0: kind of back pop up. back up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But so back to the the story. So, like, I just get this phone call in this bedroom. I'm like, okay, I'll come over. So I, I come up, I drive up there, and she's like in her car, just like freaking out and hyperventilating. I'm like, okay, I'll go in. It's just a bat. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Until so we get in, and we can't find the bat.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That's gone. That's because it turned into a person. Uh, walked
4: out the front door.
1: Just
0: walked out. Yeah. No, well, so like we're we're sitting there looking for this bat. And then like so we're kind of just after a while we give up and we hang out and like we're we're talking, just like calm down nerves and everything. And then boom thing flies out from its hiding spot and just like lands back at the window and like manages to crawl because it finally figured out that the window meant out, but it hadn't counted on the screen.
2: No. Oh, so, oh fine.
0: So, it's just like crawled its way up trying to find an exit in the window and got blocked. And so I'm like, okay, um I, I grabbed some uh, one of her old dresses off the floor that was just kind of hanging out cuz yeah, you're, you and your cleaning habits sometimes. <laughs> so, I just picked up this dress <laughs> and like I cra- basically cradle this bat in this dress so I I don't get scratched or anything like that, make keep myself safe. So, I I finally pry this poor terrified little bat off of the window and like I get her to open the door and I I slowly try to get it outside and I I try to get it off the dress but it's clinging onto the dress like
3: no safety
4: where
0: am I and I, I finally get it off the dress and it's just like chilling on this the deck and it's just like looking around like am I outside is it okay am I safe and then it just suddenly takes off and so we're just like all right a good end of the story but as we were sitting back down cuz we saw the windows open you could just hear the bat screech as bat. it finally found found its like its family and and its group and so we just hear this bat like screaming like ah! and then the rest of the bats answer it and it's just that it's still screaming and they're all flying around like oh my god you're back and I just imagined this whole conversation of the, the bat going you guys would not believe where I was oh my god what happened to you where were you it's like I was in this place and then and just trying to tell the whole story to the rest of the group and the rest of them were all freaking out It was just it was fucking hilarious and then the poor bat got the
2: bill for the search party and now you
1: can <laughs> animate that
3: into a Disney movie
1: Oh, my God. The bat was super cute. It just, you know, I'd rather it not fly at my head. That'd be great.
2: Yeah, they look like little tiny flying dogs. Yeah, they're, yeah,
1: they're sky puppies. Yeah. Super cute. Yeah, they're but cute. But also lots of diseases. <laughs>
2: yeah, but also rabies and nobody likes rabies. Actually, no,
0: no. Biggest misconceptions about bats I is about that they bats. carry rabies and they don't. Huh. Raccoons oh, all. Oh, you here. know. Yay. <laughs> hey, lots of hands of truth today. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's why we ended up naming that particular apartment the bat caves because i yeah. had a <laughs> yeah. bat in there
0: yeah so it was that bat It
1: was a cool apartment too i was really sad i had to move out
0: yeah, yeah. you were
2: like up on like the third floor like it was like the attic yeah i was
1: the on the top floor at all the angles it had like a little spot for my bed and it i mean it was a small apartment but it had like a clawfoot bathtub and yeah like a kitchen yeah, it was a cool was place cool.
2: and the, and mm-hmm. and the cool toilet lever
1: you just love the
4: toilet <laughs> leather. So fascinated over a small piece of plumbing. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Dusty in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: I am completely right. enamored by like the stupidest things. Yeah.
1: Alright,
0: so are there any last minute commentaries that we all want to make about vampires or No.
1: <laughs> 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 Lin, no
0: no then that will end up being our episode six
1: yay vampires
0: vampires Vampers. <laughs> mm, blah blah blah. <laughs> um yeah so we don't say um, blah 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 i think i said that like
2: three times in this this podcast so i just I, yeah I, something I, like that
4: I like
1: should that. we do like a count out just one Eh, 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 eh. Oh, that's Two. the ooh, that's the eh, one vampire we eh, didn't eh, reference.
2: The count.
0: No, we yeah, we okay. Yeah, we didn't reference the count. That's that's kind of sad. That's
2: really sad.
4: Oh,
1: <laughs>
2: four. There. Our poor child. Four idiots. Uh, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how that vampire in my story counted his victims down. Just one. One victim.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two victims. Ah. Ah, ah. Wow! Yeah, well, On my I got poor Okay,
1: the oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: so all right, um, that is our episode. So we want to thank you, all your listeners, for listening along with us and yes, our
1: and our awesome guest host, Ghosts today. But hey. uh, uh, Dusty and Tony,
3: thanks for having
4: us. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah and here if you guys want to follow us on social media we are at the otter limits on all of, all of those platforms
1: mm-hmm. um if you'd like some more content bloopers craziness you can join our patreon page or our coffee page um if you want to check out some of dusty's awesome music
4: yeah yeah
0: you follow
2: me on facebook and uh, my very neglected instagram channel
4: yeah <laughs> uh,
0: need to get on that yeah, yeah, i need
2: to get on, i need to get on that um also the name of my band is going under some changes um we might be, go- be going back to being called the legal cheese i don't know i'll keep you guys posted because i think i'm gonna keep doing this podcast thing
0: yeah, yeah. And, and as soon as we know we will let all of you know
1: yes exactly anything you need to hashtag plug fest tony
3: i don't use social media all right you're
1: off the grid
3: <laughs> you're you're all slaves
1: <laughs> Jesus. These oh. got real dark suddenly. Yeah. Wow. Alright. Oh. That's the true vampire, vampire here.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. vampire Hanukkah. There we happy, go.
1: Happy, happy vampire.
0: Hanukkah. That's it. Uh, vampire Hanukkah. Hashtag vampire Hanukkah.
1: And we all know that the true vampire here is social media.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: sucking the life out of everybody. Sucks your life right out of you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. And On that note, I guess we will see you later, you little monsters.
1: We'll see you on the otter side. This has been a transmission from
0: the Otter Limits. Do not forget to like, comment, subscribe, or review
1: for more tales of suspense. Long ago, there were three pigs, little handsome piggy wigs, for the big bad, very big, very bad wolf.
4: Hello from the outer side,
2: a demon with a
0: thousand eyes, (laughs) prescriptions from the Satan side, and I want you
4: to show me on a talking board now.